Welcome to 52 Pearls, the weekly money wisdom podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm joined by Melissa Friedenberg, Pearl Planning Financial Advisor. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. (laughs) You're never going to forget our names because, of course, we're both named Melissa, children of the 70s. So each week we provide a bite-sized actionable tip that we hope will help you make better financial decisions. The purpose of our podcast is to accompany our weekly financial tips, which we call 52 Pearls. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to sharing along the way. Welcome. This week, we are going to be talking about coronavirus relief for small business owners. I'm Melissa Joy, and I'm here with Melissa Freidenberg. So tell me the state of your house right now. For us, homeschooling began this week, so we hadn't had official school in session until this week, and I'm hiding out in my office because the um, intensity of homeschooling and work from home is a lot. Yes, I have been going to my office the last two days to get uh, recordings and make phone calls, and today I decided to work from home because it's such a beautiful day, and I'm regretting that decision as we immediately started recording, and my dog got up and decided to chew on a loud bone, and my husband came out of his call and started knocking on the kids' bedroom doors. So I have threatened everybody to stay in the room while we do this podcast, and we'll see how it goes, but we're going to keep it real with this remote recording. <laughs> yeah, flexibility and adaptability are, you know, our key in times like right now. All I'm reflective reflecting on is that the sun is out and my daffodils have finally started to bloom, which I've been looking forward to throughout the beginning of stay at home in Michigan. So life is good as far as I'm concerned. Yes. I'm very excited about this beautiful day. So we really wanted to dive in to um, coronavirus relief options for small business owners. We've been thinking about it ourselves in our own shoes. And I know both of us have been researching the CARES Act and how it can affect people. I'm really excited for this topic. I think it's relevant and extremely timely. Some of the things have to happen right now. Yes. And I've been talking to a lot of small business owners. There's both a lot of confusion surrounding which loans to apply for, which they're eligible for, and then just struggling with, should I apply for them? Do I need them? Yeah. So we, with your network, where I know you know a lot of entrepreneurs, what are you hearing? What are the challenges? I mean, life as we know it, our expectations for how March and April would look are completely different right now. How are people dealing with it? Yeah. Um, Well, I think there's two camps. There's uh, some who are completely panicking. Their stores have been shut down. Um, I did see uh, a business owner that I'm good friends with here in town. I actually went to the local market and she was there stocking shelves because she's so worried. Her store has been shut down for weeks and they were hiring and, Um, When I was there, I asked her if she had applied for uh, a small business loan, and she said she had been to the website several times and wasn't able to get through. Now, this was before the official um, loan applications were being uh, approved through the SBA website. I understand that that has changed now. I've talked to other business owners who have already received some relief after applying, so that's exciting news. But um, what I've also found is... Business owners who maybe their business has shut down, their revenue has stopped, they're not able to sell their goods, but they're not sure if they they should apply for the loans more out of um, feeling like they have other means or savings to support themselves and this feeling like maybe they should save that money for other business owners who 
need that loan to put food on the table. Is yeah, that something? I, I, I know that that feeling personally. Um, and so we might as well dive in. Let's talk about what the options are for business owners. And then we can talk a little bit about, you know, what you would suggest. I think sometimes the advice is different if you're talking to a, someone you're advising versus if you think in your own shoes. So you've, you've done a lot of research, Melissa, on the CARES Act. Tell me um, what, what loans were available before that was passed and now um, what do we have available in addition? All right. So one of the loan options is the Economic Injury Disaster Loan, and that has been in existence through the SBA, Small Business Association, for some time. But prior to the CARES Act, it was available for natural disasters. The first time that a virus has been um, an approved reason to apply for this loan. So when you do apply for it, it is directly through sba.gov. And you do need to specify that it is for COVID-19 as far as your reason for applying. And they have changed some of the um, criteria for CARES, uh, expanded it to include other um, not have been eligible for an economic injury disaster loan. How much is that loan for? So it can be up to $2 million, uh, but it does depend on your payroll. So the amount that you are eligible for is two and a half times your monthly payroll and that is based off the last 12 months of payroll. Many business owners are eligible for the Paycheck Protection Program um, through CARES Act. Can you describe what that is and why there's the urgency to apply? Sure. So there is a limit of, it's a large limit, but $349 billion um, has been appropriated through the CARES Act for both of these loan programs. So the anticipation is that there will be more small business that apply for these loans than money that is available. So there is some urgency. People are, you know, what I found is some people are waiting it out to see if they need this loan because right now they have money on hand and they're not sure how long the business will be shut down due to shelter in place or other state orders. So the idea is you should apply for this loan um, or either of these loans and the paycheck protection program loan is different in the sense that you're not going to go directly through the SBA website. You're going to go to a local SBA approved lender to apply for that loan. I think one of the key things here um, with the paycheck protection program is that um, there's a large portion that if used correctly can be forgiven. So it's actually not necessarily a loan. It, um, it very likely a uh, portion will be completely forgiven and not counted as income to you. And so that, turned into a grant in essence. Correct, correct. So the terminology I think um, gets people hung up. I know a couple of business owners I talked to said, I really don't want to take out a loan right now. Um, not really understanding that. Again, let's maybe touch on the terms here as far as what this money can be used for to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. um, for the PPP, it is payroll costs, rent uh, for a lease that was enforced before February 15th, electricity, gas, water, transportation, telephone, internet access, and healthcare costs. So in order for the loan to be forgiven, those are the things that you can use to that loan for over the covered period. And what's the covered period? 
between February 15th and June 30th of 2020. Perfect. So that's, that's a lot of clarity. And that's why this program is so desirable to so many small business owners. You have to be able to demonstrate economic uncertainty for your business. That's an important component. But all of us are going through a radical change in terms of perspective, what the future looks like. And that uncertainty, I think, is, is ongoing. So up and down supply chains throughout our local economies, things are different today than they were when we started the year. So, you know, the, when I think about these loans, I know that they're going to be a bridge for businesses, I hope, to continue to employ our, many of our local, you know, our local citizens. Um, and this money is intended to be, be pumping into the economy as well. So it's about um, maintaining businesses, maintain, maintaining jobs, and also having the economy work better than it would without some of this fiscal help. In, in some ways, this money going into the system in this direction is hopefully protecting some of the otherwise funds that would be going to even more dramatic unemployment rates and thus um, more, more people collecting unemployment. This is to maintain your payroll, to keep your employees there. So they do keep track of the number you had employed, right? Right. And for the payroll protection program, in order for your loan amount to be forgiven. You do need to maintain the same number of average employees for the first eight week period. Again, that covered period being the number of employees you had between January 1st of 2020 and February 15th of 2020, as far as looking to maintain that. And that doesn't mean if you reduce the number of employees over that time period that the entire loan won't be forgiven, but it will reduce the amount that is forgiven. That makes sense. And then it's also there it yeah it's prorated so you you need to make some um, difficult business decisions in all likelihood about your staff and payroll over this time but you can go I would be analyzing it with this information about the PPP loans. What kind of questions have you been getting on these loan programs from your small business clients? Well, it's a challenge to find the lending institutions that can do the payroll protection loans, and you know we're less than a week into the program, so. Everything's new. Treasury and SBA are trying to coordinate guidance at the same time that they're rolling this out, which is really unprecedented in terms of how quickly the legislation was passed to when these are available. But it is very helpful if you had an existing relationship with a lender who had these types of small business loans available. And that is not every institution. So I know if you didn't have a strong business banking relationship because you relied on um, your personal capital. In the example of our business, we, you know, we bank at the same place where we custody our assets, which isn't an SBA lender. Um, then you need to find those fewer lenders who are willing to do business without an existing customer. So that's a challenge. And then that, you know, existential question of what demonstrates urgency for the need of a loan like this. So there's a lot going on, a lot of decisions to be made at a time that is, um, frankly, an uncertain time is is less is more difficult to make decisions. You're less decisive in a time like that. So that's what's happening. And what, um, where can people go to find a list of SBA approved lenders for the payroll protection program? So small business websites do have the Small Business Association does have a list of lenders. And then, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to us if you're having trouble finding someone. I do have a couple names and I'm constantly trying to source additional names that may be an option. So we would be happy to try to connect you if, if you're looking for that.
Another thing that I've been talking to business owners about, especially small business owners, is the options for unemployment benefits for self-employed or independent contractors. They are also eligible in many cases for payroll protection program loans, but um, there is new guidance about unemployment that's included in the CARES Act that should make it broader and and, um, so that there would be more access to unemployment insurance. And something to keep in mind when you look at that unemployment insurance is that the state websites aren't quite ready for prime time on this. So I keep checking back to the state of Michigan's website, which says to keep checking back um, when it comes to independent contractors or those that are self-employed. The difficult part with this is there's a lag, right? So we're going to see some economic downfall and some um, uncertainty and people feeling the stress of this in a month or two. And really the time is now to secure these loans, which um, one more thing I do want to mention that people may not be aware of is you can apply for both the economic injury disaster loan, as well as the paycheck protection program. And um, if you take the loan and later decide you don't need that, there is no prepayment penalty. Um, So you don't have to have this monthly loan out there, even the portion that is not forgiven, you could pay that back if you feel like you don't actually need that. Yeah. And when I think about the future, really, this is an access to capital that I always encourage business owners to have either credit lines available, whether they're on their personal ledger or preferably on their business, on the business side of things. Cash on hand is always critical. And it's very difficult to talk about during the middle of a, you know, economic hurricane, how important it is to have an emergency plan. But this, these, These funding measures are providing filling in the gaps for people, but as they emerge, I hope that there are opportunities to do that careful business planning that will help you to be even more resilient in the next unexpected downturn. I do want you to look at your individual circumstances and situation. Um, And, you know, this is, it's a difficult time, but it's also a really important time for you to be mapping the future of your business. You've had to be adaptable and flexible. What will change when things go back to normal for you as well? So we've gone over a lot that's going to help small business owners, and we're planning for our next episode to talk about how individuals can be helped in this coronavirus pandemic. So we'll keep the information coming. And as always, if you have questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to either of us, Melissa Freidenberg or Melissa Joy. You can access our first eight episodes now, and we'll be releasing new episodes each Monday. For more information, visit pearlplan.com or our Facebook page, Pearl Planning Wealth.